Hello, 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 hello. Good morning. Ah, it's your boy Dubs in the building. I am back for the sixth episode, man, of the analysts as I break down big games right now in college football, the NFL. The NBA, which is going to happen in two months, I think. I think it starts in October preseason. Well, preseason starts, yeah, next month. Wrestling, but uh, I had myself a great weekend. You know, man turned thirty-five. I'm KD this year. You know, the son turned fourteen on last Thursday. Mine was last Friday. A day apart. Had a good weekend. We had two different things that happened for us. Well, for me, I love when it's like my birthday time because that's when um, I make these big wishes, especially like football-wise, for my teams to win. Like all the other games throughout the season, they matter, but it matters a huge amount when it's – my birthday time. So normally I'd be like, all I ever want is the Miami Hurricanes to win their first home game or their next game. And I just hope Miami Dolphins win their game. And that's what exactly what I got. Ladies and gentlemen, the Miami Hurricanes beat the number 23 Texas A&M Aggies 48-33 at home in their home opener. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke had a pr- very great game. Very great game. Man, uh, was throwing it all over the field. The defense stepped up. It felt like there was a swagger. There was a presence there. Everything just felt different. Um, Mario Cristobal is bringing a different energy this year. He's He want that team from back in the 2000s to come back with that grittiness, that toughness, the – the edge, the swagger. He wants that team back and stuff. And we showed it getting that payback on them, beating Texas A&M. But the biggest win of that of the whole weekend was seeing my boys, the Miami Dolphins, have that comeback victory and play the way they played. In the game, from start to finish, I was very impressed. Even though there was like two glaring things my team, the Miami Dolphins, got to address. Uh, big thing, center to quarterback exchange on the on the handoff. That got to be a little bit better. Connor Williams had two fumbles, or two had two fumbles from the – snap from underneath the the center and one got lost or not nah, he uh yeah yeah one got lost at the at the inside of the five at the two and the bills drove all i mean the charge drove all the way down the field i mean all the way down the field scored but two rebounded that next play and got a touchdown um we beat the Chargers 36-34. Um, 
Tua Tagovailoa had himself an excellent game. Yes, he did. My boy out here who receives all this criticism, people talk about, oh, he's one concussion away from being out the league. And I'm sitting there saying, why people make these jokes about somebody's health like that and stuff? Like, I hate hearing that type of thing because they're all human at the end of the day. Like, nobody's bulletproof. Nobody's untouchable. And um, my man Tua out there, he outperformed Justin Herbert all, in all facets of the game, stat-wise. Um, Tua went 28-45 for 466 yards, 10.4 yards per average, three touchdowns. He did have that bad pick. He threw to Braxton Burrios, which looked like a Hail Mary pass, which I didn't really understand. I guess he was trying to get the pass interference call. J.C. Jackson, that wasn't going to work, even though he messed up later on. Before the half ended, J.C. Jackson did set us up for a field goal um, to put us up at half. 20-17. Um, Justin Herbert went 23-33 for 228 yards, 6.9 yards per average, one touchdown, but he got sacked three times. Tua didn't get sacked once. Now, all I kept seeing on ESPN, like Bart Scott and other people, they was only talking about Cleo Mack, Joey Bosa. They licking their chops because Teron Armstead is not playing in the game. He's out. And we got a backup uh, left tackle, and we got Austin Jackson playing right tackle. They're going to struggle against Cleo Mack and Joey Bosa because they're the premier tight ends in the – not tight ends, sorry, defensive ends in the league. And them boys didn't they, – they had a lot of hurries, which counts, but they did not touch Tua. Like, Tua did not hit the ground and suffered when he ran five times for five yards just to get key yards um, in the game. Uh, but as far as – Tua, like, hitting the turf and people being scared that he's going to hit his head or get a concussion or get rocked. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. That man Tua played poise. He played out of his mind. He was throwing dimes out there. He was throwing dots to Braxton Berrios on the sideline. He threw – he – he was throwing, like, lasers to Tyreek Hill. Uh, Jalen Waddle had a couple catches in the game. Uh, but I will say the Dolphins, they do need to clean up some things, especially run defense. Austin Eckler had 16 carries for 117 yards. His longest run was 55 yards, which was almost a touchdown. And I was like, Lord, this man was about to be gone. Like, as fast as he moves, like, I was surprised Javon Holland even caught him. No lie. He, he caught him, like, just barely. Like, he really had to turn on the burners just to catch him. Um, Joshua Kelly had 16 carries for 91 yards. He had a touchdown also. Um, as a team for the Chargers, they had 40 carries for 234 yards, three TDs. Justin Herbert had a um, – QB sneak that went in for a touchdown. 
Um, the Dolphins only ran it 20 times with 70 yards, one touchdown. Raheem Mostert had the one touchdown. Uh, they got to run it a little bit more. I would say with two throwing it 45 times, but running it 20, they're going to have to balance that a little bit more, especially with our next opponent facing the Patriots on the road. Patriots are not a pushover team, even though, like, their quarterback play, their receiver play is questionable. Their defense is good. They they got some good corners out there. They got good front seven. Um, I wouldn't say Tyreek's going to have the game he had where he had 11 receptions for 215 yards, 19.5 yards in average, two touchdowns, 47 yards was his longest, which was on the uh, – on the fly route when he beat J.C. Jackson off the line and Tua just bombed it to him. Um, like I said, Jalen Waddle had four catches for 78 yards. Same average, 19.5. Uh, 35 was his longest, but Tyreek had 15 targets in the game. The only other person that had more than, more than five was Durham Smythe, and he had seven. What shocked me about the Dolphins beating the Chargers in their stadium, aside from it was up-tempo and the Chargers were running a lot versus passing, they was more balanced than the Dolphins were, was the fact of last year the Chargers beat up on the Dolphins pretty bad. And they beat up on them with backup corners. Like, they had – I don't think they had J.C. Jackson playing. I don't think they had the other starting quarter. I forgot what his, I think it's something Samuels. It was a something Samuels son playing. Um, but uh, they locked down on the Dolphins. They was playing man. They took away the middle. And they was daring to, daring Tua to be like, All right, I dare you to find that same gap, that same that window you look for when the receivers are running right into that window and and he's throwing on anticipation. They was daring him to look for that. And for some reason in this game, like the Chargers must have forgot something or didn't realize something because Tyreek was getting like running starts off the line and he was just flying by people. Like he was on a mission. He said he wants to get 2,000 yards. I'm not surprised. He is about what, 1,700 and. 85 yards from getting 2,000. Like, he is – like, I don't see him putting up 200 yards receiving every time, but he is he is not going to let these corners, like, outdo him or, or try to clamp him and stuff. No, he is on a mission. He wants to get the Dolphins where they need to be. Um, we got to the playoffs last year without Tua because he was hurt um, in key games. But – I feel like with with Tyreek having this type of game, next game, watch Jalen Waddle have an even spectacular game. Watch Braxton Burrios break loose and get some key catches. River Craycraft. Um, I feel like what the Dolphins are trying to do is trying to really – they're making – like what they were trying to do with the Chargers and then what they're going to probably do against other defenses, they're going to make these defenses really be like, all right, we got to really check for Tyreek. If we could take Tyreek out the game, we'd be all right. Only problem is you could, when you got other speed, like at the receiver position and running, it's not really 
that simple to be like, oh, I'm going to just take him away, but then I'm leaving somebody else open if I'm doubling him because you never know if someone might get open in the middle. You never know if someone might get free um, down the middle or down the field. Like, So teams got to really be paying attention. Like, yeah, like Sunday they took away the running game. I'm sure the Dolphins are really probably watching them. It's like, you know, we're going to try to run this a little bit more. And uh, I'm sure they're going to try to run it against the Patriots. And uh, they're going to really try to attack them. But as far as, uh, like, them throwing that many times, I don't see it. I see him. I see two of maybe averaging maybe 32 to 34 passes a game and really just try to light it up and stuff. Because uh, the Chargers were playing some decent defense. They was getting stops. A little bit of stops at times. But um, Tua played a great game. Like, the one pass he had where he, he he stepped up in the pocket on a crucial third down and threw it to Tyreek in stride. Like, that was so amazing. Like, that was the best throw I've ever seen Tua make. I ain't going to lie to you. Tua played the best game of his life. Like, he, he was going off that game. Like, like a thousand percent, like wow, like that man was—he was a man possessed. He was a man possessed. Uh, Javon Holland had 14 tackles, one for a loss. Um, Sean Elliott had 13 tackles. Jalen Phillips was going crazy at 11 tackles. He had half a sack, that big key sack at the end of the game to win. Um, yeah, like, it's going to be a tough, tough road. Now, seeing from last night's game with Aaron Rodgers being hurt, and we're not sure if he's out for the season or he's out for two months, three months. We're not sure. But that's the fear that they have. But we'll see how it goes and how it works out. Um, well, let's get into some other games because I went into a rant talking about my team because that's just how it works, you know. Talking about my squad, but uh, let's get into some other games. Um, the Rams beat the Seahawks thirty to thirteen. Matthew Stafford at three hundred and thirty-four yards passing. Two um, two at will. Where did this guy come from? He had six receptions for one hundred and nineteen yards. Um, Geno Smith struggled in this game very bad. He had one highlight where I'm sure he didn't expect to be on ESPN or any sports network. Yelling, oh, my God, when Aaron Donald was running at him free on a blitz. That win very surprised me because I had the Seahawks to win that game, first game at home. I have big expectation when teams are playing at home their first one. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Rams definitely surprised me. They threw a lot of – do a lot of things at them. They scored 23 in the second half, and the Seahawks scored nothing. So maybe the Seahawks will correct it. Who knows? But good job for the Rams. Um, the Atlanta Falcons beat the Carolina Panthers 24-10. to uh, Bryce Young had, um, had a pretty tough game. Uh, he really couldn't really get into rhythm, but that's first game, first pro game for him. In the NFL, uh, I expect it's going to be tough for him every game. Throughout the season, he might have some games. He might shine. Some games, he 
You might have mediocre games. It's going to happen. He's a rookie. He's young. Um, happy for Dennis Ritter getting himself a win. Uh, Falcons trying to bring that defense um, in every game. They got a pretty good defense, so we'll see how they carry on. The Cleveland Browns pulled off a big, big win as they beat the Cincinnati Bengals 24-3 in a game where it was nasty outside. It was raining. So, really, throwing the ball, catching wasn't at a at an all-time high. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Browns won again. That's 9 out of 11. The Browns won again. Joe Burrow struggled. He only had 82 yards passing. Um, but that's expected when your receivers can't get off the break and they can't plant their feet. The ground isn't dry. So Sean Watson played a pretty decent game. He had two touchdowns, 154 yards passing. He had a rushing touchdown also. Nick Chubb was a monster in the game. He had 18 carries, 106 yards. Um, the Browns really were punishing them in the trenches, running the ball, because it was bad conditions outside. So what's the point of throwing it when you can just run it like they did? And they had a very impressive game winning their first one at home. The Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Indianapolis Colts 31-21. Trevor Lawrence was having himself a great game. And that man, they talk about might be in an MVP conversation. We don't know yet. First game. But he had a very impressive game. 241 yards passing, two touchdowns. He did throw a pick which is all right. Uh, Travis Etienne at 18 carries, 77 yards, one touchdown. That man's a burner. If he can stay healthy, this Jaguars team is going to be in contention throughout the whole season. I see them winning the NFC South, I mean, AFC South, very convincingly because that offense is going to make the defense want to play harder. And I see the Jaguars doing big things. They got the returning Calvin Ridley, who – Played like he never left. Had eight receptions, 101 yards, and one touchdown. That man's going to be dangerous. I'm glad the Dolphins don't play the Jags because uh, last time we played that guy, he went for almost, I think, 200 on us. Him and Julio. Uh, I'm glad he we don't play that. Um, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beating the Minnesota Vikings 20-17. Kirk Cousins had an impressive game. He had 344 yards passing, two touchdowns, one crucial pick. Justin Jefferson had nine receptions, 150 yards. But in a losing effort, um, Justin Jefferson seemed pretty frustrated on the sidelines after the game, didn't want to shake anybody's hands. Um, But Baker Mayfield got his first one. With, the, with his new team, the Tampa Bay Bucks, as he went 21 or 34, 173 yards, 5.1 yards per average, two touchdowns. So he played within the system. He did what he was supposed to do. Don't, don't mess it up. You got weapons. You got Mike Evans, Marquise Godwin. You got running backs. Don't mess it up. Defense will hold you. Just do what you're supposed to do. We got the New Orleans Saints beating the Tennessee Titans 16 of 15. That was an ugly game. Uh, Derek Carr had 305 yards passing, one touchdown, one pick. 
Uh, Derrick Henry had 15 carries for 63 yards. Ryan Tannehill had three picks, bad picks, terrible, terrible picks. He got to do better than that um, if they want to go forward because they got Will Levi, Levis behind him, and Malik Willis. So Tannehill's going to have to figure it out. He might be in trade talks for the Jets, you know, but we'll get into that later on. Chris Olave had eight receptions for 112 yards. So impressive for the Saints and Derek Carr to get his first one at home. I thought this game would be the game of the week, but it turned out to be a dud as the San Francisco 49ers punished the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh 30-7. to um, Kenny Pickett, um, I'm going to just talk about him in short because I've been talking about him the last couple of days to people and stuff. He went 31-46, 232 yards, five yards in average. Uh, he was sacked five times, 23.8 QBR, 68.4 passer rate. Mm, that was terrible. He got to get into his playmaker's hands. George Pickens only had five touches for 36 yards. Not acceptable. Um, Deontay Johnson had three touches for 48 yards. Not acceptable. Uh, Pratt fire move only had one reception. Not acceptable. Brock Purdy, though, had a productive day. Went 19 of 29, 20 and 20 yards, 7.6 yards in average, two touchdowns. He did get sacked three times by T.J. Watt. Um, 91.3 QBR, 111.3 passer rating. But that man had help everywhere. Christian McCaffrey had 22 carries, 152 yards, one touchdown. 65 yards was his longest where he, uh, – he got some key blocking from Brandon Ayuk, who I'll get into uh, for a touchdown. Brandon Ayuk had eight receptions, 129 yards, 16.1 yards, a catch, two TDs. Brandon Ayuk. Let me tell you something. I, I put this as a post on Facebook. He is him. He is him. The way he played in that game, he is him. If he keeps that up, He's going to be in that top 10 discussion for receivers. We'll get on to that in other shows. Got the Washington Commanders winning their first one at home with Sam Howell. As they beat the injury-prone uh, Arizona Cardinals 20-16. to Sam Howell had 202 yards passing, one TD, one interception, and that one rushing touchdown which sealed the game. Um, the Baltimore Ravens won in sloppy fashion. But losing a key player to their offense as they beat the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud 25-9. Lamar didn't have the greatest of games, but his defense did step up in the running game, did help him out with Justice Hill getting two TDs. Uh, J.K. Dobbins tore his Achilles, I think, and he's out for the season, which hurts because he's been hurt every Every year he's played, and that's going to hurt them. But they got other running backs, and they got Melvin Gordon. That was on the practice squad. They're going to move him up. So they should be okay. Jordan Love. For the love of money. Jordan Love. And the Green Bay Packers beat the Chicago Bears. I said Bulls. Really? 
Uh, 38 to 20. Impressive road win. I had the Bears to win that, but NFL is unpredictable. I did not expect the Packers to win. Um, Jordan Love had 245 yards passing, three TDs. The key thing, he had no turnovers. Yes, sir, he had none. Justin Fields struggled. That Packers defense is stifling. Hey, I'm going to tell you the teams after I go through all the games. I'm going to tell you the teams to watch for with that defense, and they might have a decent quarterback, okay quarterback. Packers is one of them. Uh, Aaron Jones had two receptions, 86 yards, and a TD, but he got hurt, hurting his hamstring. The Oakland Raiders, or the Las Vegas Raiders, dang, I'm making a lot of mistakes, beat the Denver Broncos 17-16. Jimmy Garoppolo in his first game on the road had 20 yards passing, two TDs, but he did have a pick. Uh, Jacoby Myers had nine receptions, 81 yards, two TDs. The Philadelphia Eagles coming off that Super Bowl loss beat the New England Patriots 25-20. As Mac Jones had 316 yards passing, three TDs and one pick. He played very impressive. They had two times they got to the, the Eagles side of the field, and they should have won the game. But that key catch uh, on their last on their fourth down where due to the guys feeding, ah, hurt them. It hurt them. Um the Dallas Cowboys, oh, my goodness, put a hurting on the New York football Giants, 40 to nothing. Dak only had a 443 yards pass, and that's it. He ain't even have a turnover. He ain't really do nothing. This was all defense, special teams, and a little bit of the running game. Tony Paulette, 14 carries, 70 yards, two TDs. Let me tell you something. That Cowboys team and this next team I'm going to talk about, scary on defense. The New York Jets, they do something the Giants couldn't. They won and they scored. They beat the Buffalo Bills 22-16 and 18 off a punt return for a TD. Josh Allen had 236 yards passing, one TD, but three picks and a fumble. That man had four turnovers. He basically was giving the game away to the New York Jets, which I, I'm i still baffled by. I'm still baffled. Like, come on, bro. You had this game one. Aaron Rodgers got hurt on the fourth snap of the game. He might have tore his Achilles. Who knows? We don't know yet. And you lose the game like that? Terrible. Brees Hall was having himself a game, 10 carries, 127 yards. Stephon Diggs had 10 receptions, 102 yards, one pick. Now let me get to these three teams I want everybody to pay attention to, to be very afraid of with a defense and a decent quarterback. Dak might be – he's not decent. He's like – he's right there. He's like – if there's a tier of top guys, he's just below that. Because he can't put up numbers. And he got the receivers to do it this year. The Green Bay Packers, Dallas Cowboys, New York Jets. Watch for these three teams all year. These three teams have probably the most versatile, aggressive, tough two corners, two safeties, front seven, scariest teams. Aside from the Niners, Niners are already proven. They're already that. Cowboys have Stephon Gilmore. 
They got Trayvon Diggs. They got Demarcus Lawrence, who's probably going to have an outstanding um, year. Michael Parsons. You got the Jets. You got Sauce Gardner. You got Reed out there. You got Quentin Williams. I'm telling C.J. Mosley. You got the Packers with Jahir Alexander. Um, Preston Smith. Man, let me tell you something. Those three teams, and when they, the big one, the big game, I'm going to say the game of the week, Jets and Cowboys next week, first to score 10. How the how in the world is that going to score on that Jets defense? And then how is that going to score on that Cowboys? I don't even know how. Would you going to run the ball? Good luck. You going to stop the, the pass rush? Good luck. I don't know how that game is going to be played. But I will tell you this. Those three teams, the Green Bay Packers, the Cowboys, and Jets, scary. Scary defensively. Scary, scary. As we jump into uh, next week, next week we got some big games. Some big, big games, man. Uh, dang, I picked, I hit the wrong thing. Uh, next week we got some big games. As I get into it, the big one coming up will be the Eagles and Vikings on Thursday night in Philly. Uh, I'll talk more into that tomorrow. Talking about that game and what picks I'll have. But uh, I thank everyone for listening and following. Uh, check out my like page. It's Dubs in the Building. I'll have all my episodes on there if you missed it. And um, try to get my stuff on Patreon so y'all can donate if you want. And uh, bye. Thank you. Y'all have yourself a good rest of the day. And I am out, Dubs in the Building.